can produce up to 200 tomatoes. Oh so you do that math, like, that's like 5,000 tomatoes for $3. So logically, yes, it has the potential. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of the Rachel Cruz Show podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. And I'm really excited about this episode because we're gonna be talking about all things food and how to save money on your grocery bill. I dig into bulk shopping and ask the question, is it worth it? So we're gonna go over that. You'll also hear a conversation I had with my friend Heather Whitaker of Wit Farm. She's amazing and I can't wait for you to hear this conversation because we're gonna talk about growing your own food. It's actually mine and Winston's new hobby and I think some of you will love these tips because it will save you money on your grocery bill. But first, let's go over the 10 cheapest grocery stores in America. So take a listen. All right, grab your meal plan and your grocery list because we are going grocery shopping. That's right. We're gonna talk about the top 10 cheapest grocery stores across America. Now, some of these are regional, so make sure to check out and see if there's any near you. And some of these I haven't even been to, so I can't wait to try them. Next time I'm like out traveling, I'm like, oh, I wanna try out some of these. All right, here's the top 10 list. Number one, Aldi. It's not a shocker, I know. Now, they keep their costs low because, well, you gotta have a quarter to rent your shopping carts. They expect customers to perform tasks that usually are assigned to employees. So you bag your own groceries, you bring your own bags, all of that. But some of my favorites at Aldi are baking supplies, fresh produce, wine, chocolate, cheeses. If you're doing a charcuterie board, the cheese selection is great. And even canned goods, they can be as low as 65 cents per can. Next is Market Basket, so a New England supermarket, and they keep their costs low because they actually run their business debt-free, which is awesome, and they are best for local New England goods, so clams, maple syrup, and even regional produce like apples from Maine, pears from New Hampshire, all of it. Number three, Winco Foods. So this is a huge bulk grocery store that does not require a membership. So unlike Costco or Sam's, anyone can shop there. Now, how do they keep their costs low? Well, they don't accept credit cards. Interesting. They do not employ baggers. They don't spend money on advertising, and they pass all of that savings on to you. So check out Winco Foods next time you're in the Pacific Northwest. Number four, is Lidl. So this sells groceries and even small kitchen appliances, gardening tools, toys, all of it. And if we had one nearby, I know my favorite would be the 16.4 ounce pepperoni pizza for just $4.39. So how do they keep their costs low? Well, they've eliminated all unnecessary costs like paying employees to unpack produce. So you'll find a new box of produce just there on the stands. Now, there are some great options, things like spices for 55 cents, certified seafood, weekend super deals, and you can even use the My Lidl app to find deals ahead of time and meal plan. Number five, Trader Joe's. So this is like a convenience store, a produce stand, and an international market all in one. And they keep their costs low by having basically a lot of store brand products. So there is no middleman. No coupons. They're known for their adventurous but delicious food products. So pumpkin ravioli, cinnamon-filled Korean pancakes, 
vegan chickpea masala. Lots of fun stuff there. Number six, Costco. I'm a Costco fan. Yes, I have a membership here, and they are known for their Kirkland Signature brand, and they keep their costs low because they don't advertise. They don't pay employees to unpack boxes of products, and they offset their prices with their membership fees. Some great options to get at Costco because you'll see some name brand things will have Kirkland brand on it. It's basically the exact same product, but you're getting a discount because it's Kirkland brand. So Kirkland's coffee is actually made by Starbucks. Kirkland's diapers are made by Huggies, and you'll save like $10 a box. Kirkland batteries are made by Duracell, and Kirkland jelly beans are actually made by Jelly Belly, and I could go on and on and on. Number seven, Walmart. This is a one-stop shop where, you know, you're going to get a $5 frozen pizza, and it turns into buying $40 of toys, you know, who knows? Walmart has everything, right? So you can get pantry staples, toiletries, cleaning supplies. But in the grocery store section, they have organic food, keto, gluten-free items, some great options there. Number eight, food for less. So this is a warehouse-style supermarket that's scattered across the West Coast. Again, bring your bags. Don't expect anyone to bag your groceries. You will be doing that. See a little trend here? And best for basic grocery, health, and beauty items. They have a great selection of organic produce and gluten-free items. Number nine, H-E-B. So the rumor has it that this Texas grocery giant will actually hand you a tortilla to snack on while you shop. And they focus on all local foods to cut down on transportation costs. So some things to get, Whataburger sauces, San Antonio's Cafe Old Coffee, Clint's Texas Salsa, Anything in that realm, amen, amen, and amen. Okay, last but not least, number 10, Sam's Club. So this is Walmart's version of Costco. Sells in bulk right off the pallets. Endless free samples. And they keep their costs low by membership fees and leveraging their relationship with sister company, Walmart. So what you can buy there, vitamins, protein bars, toiletries, extreme value gift cards, that you can buy $100 of gift cards for $75. It's awesome. You can even book flights, cruises, and hotels through Sam's Club Travel. So fun. I, I love adventuring out, because again, your grocery budget, it's so easy to bust. And where you shop matters. This is where you can save a lot of money. I'm selfishly very excited about this episode. <laughs> um, we're going to be talking about growing your own food. So yes, we are. may freak you out. Stay with us because we have the experts here. Heather Whitaker is with me, and she's part of Whit Farm. And I, okay, on Instagram, okay. your bio, which mm-hmm. I had to write down because I was like, I don't want to butcher this because it's, it's so good. Yeah. Just because you're in the burbs doesn't mean you can't be a farmer. And just because you're a farmer doesn't mean you can't travel. Amen, hallelujah. Yeah, right? Okay, so I can't wait to talk about this subject. Me uh, either. I'm so excited. I know, I know. Okay, so first off, tell me, like, where did your passion for growing yeah. all your own food, where did it come from? I think it began um, when I wanted to buy organic, and at that time, we couldn't afford it. Yes. Um, and so I began to do a little research and found a farm here um, that does a— 
like you volunteer for four hours and then they give you a whole CSA. So, you know, like the CSA box where you get like, yes. you know, everything and you're like, what do I even make with this? <laughs> but totally. like they gave you this whole thing. So every week I would go and volunteer for four hours and I would get all this produce for free. And so I did that for four years and I began oh to gosh. learn, oh, I actually can do this. I actually can build the boxes and get my own food. And so that kind of where it began, we bought a house. So then I started to, you know, slowly build and create and every year it gets bigger and I try to not, but it just does. And that's it. Yeah. Okay. So how, how, cause you guys live. We literally live in a suburb of Nashville. Yes. Yes. Uh, So I know we live on a half acre lot. So, and then there's the house and then there's a whole other side that we don't use. So Maybe a quarter. Yes. Maybe. But we do have some chickens and ducks that kind of take up a little corner. Some, you know. Love it. Fruit trees and pumpkin patch and garden. All yeah, right it just there. Keeps growing. Okay, yeah. so does your does your family do they love it? Like does your kid cause you you guys have three kids. Like do they go out there and help? Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, right. <laughs> Only like because I have teenagers. But back when we first moved there, Losiah was probably like 10 and he yeah. was out there helping but yeah. no, no okay. they're like yeah right they want the you know the fresh salsa they want the things for the smoothies and the berries and whatnot but they are not okay so this is like your thing mm-hmm. like you're you're like it's your it's your mm-hmm. project mm-hmm. and all that and I love how it came out because I think a yeah. lot of people there is something so true the grocery bill is the thing that yeah. everyone we always go over budget mm-hmm. Things are so expensive. And even right now, as we're filming mm-hmm. this, things are just, it's out of control. Crazy, like, yeah. it is so, so expensive. So, when you want to eat healthy, yeah. a lot of people want to yeah. do that for their families. Yeah. So, in order to, like, bring all that together, the idea of, like, yeah, growing your own food. Okay, do you feel like it is more economical after, because Winston and I, that's, like, kind of our new Come spring on, so project. Yeah. I know. And he's, gear, he's like, leading the okay. way. It was not okay. really my idea, but he was like, I think we can do Let's this just, and yeah. all this stuff. So, we're kind of excited. It's, like, our new project. Uh-huh. So, we're going to build the boxes, all of that. But I was like, and again, I've not priced anything out, so you'd probably know more than I Mm -hmm. would. Is it more economical? Like, after, like, so many years, it has to be, right? Okay, so I did a little math. Okay. So, logically, let's let's take a Roma tomato. Yes. What you make a salsa out of, right? Or tomato paste, tomato sauce. Typically, a packet of seeds, you get, like, 25. It's between $1 to $3, okay? So, let's take the average of the high $3. Each plant can produce up to 200 tomatoes. Oh my gosh. So you do that math, like, that's like 5,000 tomatoes for $3. So logically, yes, it's a great, it has the potential. However, when you start getting into fancy boxes and the fan, you know what I mean? Like like yeah. any hobby, you can totally. There's a scale. go crazy. There, yes. there, there's, you know. So I, I began, I had a plot of land, like just a side yard between the neighbor's driveway and my driveway. Yes. And I just... Didn't do anything to it. I literally put a tomato plant in it. Yeah. Like, I did not go out and build boxes. Uh, my neighbor was cutting down a tree, and I'm like, can I have some of those limbs to kind of, like, make a square, yes, right? Yes, So I did. So, like, we have evolved. Like, the wet farm has evolved. Now I have fences, and I have, you know, all the things. Because sure. each season I get a little bit more or whatever. But when I started, it literally was a plot of grass that I took out and yeah. put a tomato Maybe That's right. Jalapeno, like I wanted to grow salsa. That's what I wanted to grow. Yes, yes, and amen. so that was, yeah, that was. That's where it started, that's and that's what it, it could be, right? And then, as you're saying, Absolutely. the more you yeah, evolve, yeah, yeah. the more you're like, so, okay, I can. So, yes, it is so much better. Like uh, the a little tiny seed can produce thousands, right? And yep. so, 
that math equation is ridiculous. It's by far. And even the fact of like starting your own seeds versus buying the plants, like, yes, Uh. there's a little bit of investment of getting like the right soil to like start a seed. But when you take one plant or you get a packet for $3 with 25 seeds, or you go and buy a plant that is mm-hmm. $2.99, one, you know, like the— Yes, totally. The doing it completely yourself yeah. from the beginning with just time. the seed, yeah. You can also go overboard and spend a ridiculous amount of money. Sure. But, yeah. I love it. I think it's— I, I'm so excited for you. I know, I know. I'll be yeah, honest. There was, like, a little bit of the conspiracy in me that was like, what if <laughs> in, like, five years we had to, like, just live in our little yard? What would we do? And I was like, Winston can hunt. And what yeah. if we had a garden? I'm like, garden. we could live off of tomatoes. And, it, we, mean, you know, we well, can figure it out. We can figure it out. Okay. Can. So, okay, what I want to know, what are the easiest— things to plant. Okay. I, have two. I get that question all the time, yes. right? And it's kind of a mix. It's kind of depending on where you live. So I can tell you because you live here, but yeah. I can't tell the person that lives in Wisconsin, right? 100%. Like, yes. So those that kind of depends on where you live. And then also, what do you like? Like I can say grow radishes, but if you hate radishes, why would you grow radishes? Yes. You know? Yes. So I think for me, I started, I grew up in California and there, there's just nothing like a California-grown strawberry. Like, mm-hmm. there's just nothing. I've tried for, you know, the 15 years that I've been gone to find that strawberry, and it wasn't until I, like, had a homegrown strawberry that I was like, oh, here you like, are that's again. It, that's so, it. like, strawberry plants, pretty easy. Really? Yeah, pretty easy. Why did I think fruit was harder? Just in my Strawberries, head? raspberries, blackberries here in the South? Seriously? Yes! Oh my gosh, I thought I was going to have vegetables. Fruit <laughs> was an option. No. Uh huh. Okay, mm-hmm. we're doing okay. Mm-hmm. Going to do some fruit. Yep. Okay, yep. that's good. Yep. That's good. So those, as far as like Which that, saves my. I mean, do you know how much money I spend on fruit, Heather? And raspberries. That's the thing. Oh, like a little thing. At, oh. A little thing, and you get it makes me sick. so much. It makes so, me sick. My kids so you eat it. You have in one to have sitting. the space, and you have to trellis it. Whatever, but like yeah. it's so you can do it. <gasps> okay. So those are great bang for your buck because you get so much more. And the great part is that they live in Tennessee. They keep reproducing. Like you, you plant one, and then they grow multiple ones. So like you're set. Love it. Um, and then as far as vegetables, vegetables are hard because I say grow what you will eat. So depending on what you eat. But for me, hands down, tomatoes are for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, pepper, poblano peppers. I love poblano peppers. Yes. Um, Jalpenos, are those easy? Those are those are easy. Okay. Uh-huh. So a pepper. I actually also grow um, tomatillas. Do you know what those yes. are? Yes. Yeah, so it's a, the green yep, salsa. Totally, yeah. Again, I wanted to grow a salsa garden. Like that's at the beginning yes. was what I wanted. Uh, but I also make kimchi. And so I also grew cabbage. Mm-hmm. So I, it's, it's what you love. Like so I think good. tomatoes are easy. Peppers are easy. They're kind of like the safe ground. Um, is then, lettuce easy? Lettuce is actually easy. However, you have to continue to—I forget to go out there and pick it. Like, okay. I just—but it's yes. easy. Lettuce yep. is fairly easy. Yep. However, you are going to probably get some kind of bugs in lettuce. So you, okay. if you're okay with that, which that's just nature, yes. right? Yes, yes. Um, we're living off the land, yep. people. We're living mm-hmm. off the land. Green lands. beans, I think, are pretty easy. Green beans are, are uh-huh. simple. Garlic— has been easy for me, and then herbs. Cucumbers are easy to grow. Zucchini are easy to grow, but they also have a lot of pests. So, like, they grow easily, they produce a lot, but they also have a lot of pests that can come in. So, like, it's a little bit of a gamble. It's a hard, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's a gamble. Okay, how's okra? I tried okra this last year for the first time. Did it Um, easy? It was fine. Here's the problem. Remember my bio about the travel part? Yes. So, for me, that harvest time— 
kind of has to be like a tomato where you can harvest it kind of young or kind of old and it still be good. Yeah. Like I could be gone a week and, and be okay. Like okra, you have to pick within one or two days or else it gets woody. Okay. So for me, I found that it was really hard. It's actually a beautiful plant. Like the flowers and everything are beautiful and it wasn't hard to grow, but I traveled. So I kept missing the like the, the right time. Yep. And so I don't know if it's coming back. Yes, that's a great, okay, that's a great point. Yeah. Because part of this is like, it feels low maintenance because yeah. you say like you can mm-hmm. still travel. Mm-hmm. So do you find that easy or do you find that you come home sometimes and it's like, oh gosh, I like, Both. things are messed up. Both. Okay. So like I really try like when it's, peak crazy garden season. Yeah. Um, Which is when? Tell uh, it ignorance. No, non-farmer, okay, so gardener. Start, yeah, you're going to start planting after the last frost. So de- again, depending on where you live. Yeah. Here it's, you know, end of April, beginning of May. You know, you get okay. everything in okay. in that time. And then things start to kind of really produce start of end of May, start of June. And then you go until literally tomatoes will go until November. Yes. Peppers till Do y'all till eat like everything off or do you give some? I mean, is there too much? Like, yeah. I feel like I, I have mean, some friends that are like, oh my gosh, I have all yeah, these cherry tomatoes. I think tomatoes. it depends. I like tomatoes I can and freeze. So those yes. get put away. I don't have abundance. I have three teenagers and then they all come with teenagers. So like I have a house full that there's not enough. You yes, know? Yes. We still even have to supplement things from, you know, just sure. because we just don't. Totally. We, we eat it. And we eat a lot of fruits and vegetables in our house. So Yes. I know you're not like a nutritionist by trade, but there's something to be said, mm-hmm. though, about, mm-hmm. you know, the idea of growing mm-hmm. your own food, mm-hmm. the nutrition behind it. Because mm-hmm. we can go all down that rabbit trail mm-hmm. of what's in our food and all of that, which I'm the worst. I'm, I'm so guilty of like, I, I do. I need to do better. But do you feel bad? Like, is there a thing where like, I feel better because I eat more veg? I, I eat more of these things mm-hmm. that are... Homegrown, mm-hmm. right? There's not you all this stuff in funny? it. You know funny? I was um, thinking about this a couple years ago because I was like, well, everyone's like, oh, your passion of gardening. And I'm like, gardening is not my passion. Like, And it was like, but then I was like, well, why, why are they saying that? And why do I like kind of recoil? Like, gardening is not my passion. Uh-huh. And I was like, what is it that I do? And it was, now hear this word, but like don't like judge it yet. Like self-sufficiency. Not yes. in the, like, I can control and I'm like, it's only me. But it's sure. actually self-sufficiency in, like, learning to do. Like, learning to be able to make my own food. Like, yes. I love that. That is the part that I love. I love a hard situation. And then I have to go, okay, what do I need to do and pivot? Like, that's my passion, right? Uh-huh. So, like, for me, in the growing process, it's, this is what I need to do. Oh, shoot, we have this kind of bug. How do I pivot? Okay, this. Or, oh, shoot, this is a fungus. How do I pivot? Oh, this. You know, yes, so yes. that aspect of it, I love the food. I'm a cook, so I love that, you know, like, delicious, nutritional stuff. But it, it's like a problem-solving it's a element problem to it that you're like, I have to like, use my brain yes, to, like, and I'm figure it out. and I got yeah, it. So I love that. Isn't that funny? kind of feel like a bad Yeah, because <laughs> I was like, like I really, food. like, I mean, yes, I got Garden, but that's not like, you know, I'm not like yeah, a— Yeah, totally. No, I hear that's that. That's interesting, yeah. Yes. So. And I think that's interesting, too, because I think for a lot of women, like, there's a lot of working moms yeah. that, that listen and watch the show. And there is something real. Okay, I'm using my brain over here mm-hmm. at work. Or if you are a full-time stay-at-home mom and you're, well, you're with your kids. and constant, yeah. Yes, your, your brain. But I'm like, to have, like, a, like a new thing, uh-huh. kind of niche, like, there is something that's so— um, it's energizing. It's energizing. To say you and can switch one thing that, that on. I, so many people are like, oh, I have a black thumb. I'm like, well, no, you don't have a black thumb. You just 
aren't learning, right? Yeah. Like, you don't have a black thumb. You yes. just are not trying to learn what it's going to take to do it. So I really feel like, for me, um, I'm trying to think of this past year. There was, I'm sure, a million things, but a plant that, like, like my carrots. I didn't do a great job at making sure that the soil that I was putting them was loose. They really like loose soil. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have a huge harvest of carrots. Yep. But I learned, okay, why did that not grow? And so I feel like, well, it wasn't a loss. It wasn't a failure because I actually learned from it. So if yes. I'm learning from it, then I'm like, this. it's success. Like, yes. So I think a lot of people diminish and go, oh, I can't do that because I killed Screwed a house up, plant. That, uh -huh. Well, okay, but why did you kill the house plant? Let's figure that out. Did you overwater? Did you underwater? Did you know, yes, like, did it yes. not have food? Or, you know, yes, so just totally. all that stuff I feel goes back to yes. that learning and uh -huh. that figuring it out thing. Well, where can people learn how to do this stuff? Like, do you, like, watch YouTube videos? Like, what's yeah, your thing? Yeah, can I give, like, actual, yes. like, okay. I'm so, curious. I love a couple places. Uh, I love finding people that are local and following them just because you kind of know, oh, they're actually putting their things in. So, you know, so different uh, farms and stuff that you can find local. Yes. But I love the Old Farmer's Almanac. Oh, it is yeah. like grandma, but they have an email that comes out every day, and they have videos, endless videos, endless videos. Oh, it's so good. Uh -huh, the yeah. old farmer's almanac, yes. literally. Like, Anything that predicts weather. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> yes, yes. 100%. But so they good. have such a good social media, such a good, like, that really goes into detail. Yeah. Um, so anything, if I get stuck or a pest or, and honestly, Google and YouTube, like, just, just Googling, like, white fuzzy, you know, insect the size of a, you know. Totally. Describe me how you Yeah, and then it. it pops up. And so the yes. internet, like nowadays, is yes. incredible. Yes. So, so helpful. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. Okay. I want to know. Okay. I'm an herb person. Oh. So when I do cook, yeah. which is like kind of fickle, okay. sometimes I'll get sure. on a really good track and then other times not as much. But I do love, I love thyme. Uh -huh. I love herbs. Yeah. Like the flavor uh -huh. of that. So what's easier to grow? Like actual, like, Fruit and vegetables or herbs? Are herbs easy? They're the same. It is? Yeah. It's the same thing. Okay. I think, um, I think people's problem with herbs is a couple. One is they don't know the season. Like so many people try to grow cilantro with the tomatoes. But cilantro right now is starting to grow and thrive in the cold weather. It is a cold weather plant. Oh. So here these people are putting it in at the heat of summer, and that plant is going to flower. It's not going to produce leaves. So like you have to know what— Plants, yes. you know, before you give up again. Uh, but basil is a huge, right? Basil takes a little work because you have to cut off the flowers for it to keep growing. But if you don't want anything like rosemary, thyme, sage, mint. all those. Is mint? Mint is crazy because mint um, spreads. So you want to put it in a container. Okay. Like, otherwise, you're going to have mint roots everywhere, everywhere okay. which is Fine, if you, you want. want a lot of mint, but, <laughs> but it, it does it becomes a weed. Um, but the other ones like sage and rosemary, like those actually can be like ornamental plants. They can be in your landscape and not even have it be in your garden. Oh, it could yeah. actually be something because they produce beautiful flowers. You can shape them. So I love it. Yeah. Okay. So for people that the, they think, oh, that sounds so great. Mm -hmm. I don't have time to garden, but the idea of just like living off the land, I want that. Mm -hmm. So when I go to the grocery store, okay, do I have to buy organic? Uh -huh. You know, that whole, or I feel like the whole organic yeah. and not is a constant battle because the price difference is major. It's like, huge. It, you, you feel uh -huh. it and you see that, and you never know like when to compromise, when uh -huh. not to. Like, what advice do you have around yeah, that? Yeah, I think if you Google top 
things to buy organically fruits. So like, I don't know them off the top of my head. It's it's mostly going to be the things that don't have a peel. Yes. Like, so an orange and a banana, I would choose non-organic those opposed to a potato or something that is just seeping in. Yeah. So, um, but the reality is, you know, I started at volunteering because I wanted organic and I couldn't afford it. Yeah. So you can do something like that. Or if you don't have the time to do that, just buy the fruits and vegetables because that's, like, you need that nutrition. You need that for your body to be healthy. And as your body is healthy, it's going to be able to actually counter some of those bad things. So ultimately, yes, obviously organic straight from the land is going to be the best. Um, Befriend somebody that has a garden. Talk to your people around. Even farmer's markets. Farmer's markets, yeah. Like, it's just, it's really the added benefit of getting that soil, the organisms and stuff that come in the soil. You're not going to get that in the non-organic. And it's like having your own... um, what do you have? A probiotic. You oh, know? yes. Like yes. you're getting, when you eat off the land like that, you are getting all those great. Um, all your vitamins. The vitamins. The vitamins and, yeah. and nutrition and the actual, you know, things that help your gut yeah. be healthy. So all that is just those little details. Ultimately, eat your fruits and vegetables. Yes. But as much as you can, where you can, choose organic. Yeah, organic. I guess. So good. Yeah. So helpful, Heather. I so love. I, I'm I, so excited for you. I know. I can't I wait too. to help plan. <laughs> Winston mentioned composting too, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, are we like? Yeah. We're doing it. We're doing it." So yeah, I know. Soon, he loves chickens and goats. I mean, you're gonna just have it bring all. It all. <laughs> I I really am excited though, and it's and for me, I'm like, it's a thing too to have mm-hmm. like a element of a not just with Winston. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, there's like something else there besides yeah. you know. And so we we really like. I spend time, like I pour in, I'll spend a day, but then I go off on vacation for a week and then I come back and I spend a day. And for me, my honest thing is like, it is for fun. I'm taking off all pressure. If I choose to go to California to visit family and I miss the the harvest of the raspberries, it's going to be okay. Yes. So what? Yes. You know what I mean? So like, that's really how I approach it. So I don't have the stress and this... Like, oh, you know. Totally. Ta- taking yeah. the success failure off the table yeah. and just doing it. And when you can do it, and it's, so it's there, it's there. It's so fun. I love it. So yeah. great. Heather, thanks for coming on. Always. You guys can check out The Whip Farm on Instagram, which is so great. So fun. And yeah, always appreciate you thanks. being here. And hopefully this fun. This helps you guys and it motivates you to say, okay, what could I do mm-hmm. outside of my norm to save money, number one, mm-hmm. but also to have this thing, right? And this idea that, yeah, you can grow your own food. It's yeah. healthier, economical, all things. It's a win-win. All right, is buying in bulk the best way to buy? Not always, but if you do your homework, you can see some significant savings. So it takes a little bit of work and money up front, but once you have your game plan, saving money just becomes part of your new normal. So where should you buy in bulk? Well, Costco and Sam's Club, I feel like are always at the top of the list, but there's also BJ's Wholesale, Lidl, Winco Foods, and some online outlets like Amazon or Boxed are some other great options. So how do you buy in bulk? Well, you want to look at the cost per unit. This is key. So how much are you paying for each specific item? So it's the total item price divided by either the unit weight or the number of actual items equals the price per unit. So for example, let's say $1.79 divided by 12 eggs is 15 cents per egg. This is very easy to do on your phone, on the calculator. 
Now, at some stores, the math is actually done for you. You just have to look at the price tag. All right, some things to consider. The actual cost of the membership. So this can be anywhere from $45 to $60 per year up front. And does it cost you any extra time or gas money to get there? So if you have to drive an hour out of your way, may not be worth it. Now, can you eat all of the food before it spoils? This is very important. Also ask yourself, are you going to really use that 10-pound bag of beans? 20 avocados for $3.99 is an amazing deal if you eat them. Ask yourself as well, do you have enough freezer and pantry space for all this stuff? Do you have a big family or are you single? So depending on how many of you that there is in your family, this could play a really big role in something like a Costco or Sam's membership because you'll have to figure out, is it worth it for you? Also ask, do you really need that item? Man, when you just go through the aisles, you just see stuff that suddenly you need that you didn't before you walked in. You're like, oh, this is so cool. But really, truly ask yourself, do I need this? Now, don't buy anything in bulk that you're not going to use. So think again, do I need it? Have I budgeted for it? Buying in bulk and the membership fee requires you to spend more money up front, and then you spend less money over time. So go in with a budget and a meal plan. You can find my meal planner and grocery savings guide at ramseysolutions.com slash meal planner. This is a great guide to help you out with meal planning. You may be asking, okay, so what should I buy in bulk? Well, here are some great items to buy in bulk. Toiletries, dental care items like electric toothbrush heads or dental floss, paper products, toilet paper, paper towels, batteries. And actually, Costco batteries are made by Duracell. Cereal, canned goods, dry goods like rice or beans, diapers and wipes if you have a baby, food from the freezer section. Again, some great options. Some others that you may want to avoid buying, again, if you're not going to eat it all. Fruits, vegetables, dairy, perishable items that go bad fast, like bread. Think about condiments. You know, do you really need a gallon of ketchup at home? Spices as well. They can outlive their shelf life and flavor, but do you bake all the time? Do you really need all that stuff? Do you cook a lot? Just thinking through what are you actually going to use? And ask yourself, does it really save you money? The short answer is yes. But again, it depends on what you're buying. So you have to crunch some numbers, compare some prices. You know, ask yourself, how many people am I buying for? Do I use a lot of non-perishable or frozen foods in my meal plan? How quickly do I go through items like paper towels or toilet paper? Which items can I buy cheaper at my local grocery store? If there is some, just buy them there. So again, some good questions to ask yourself. But these days, every dollar matters, and taking care of your family matters too. All right, I did a little research project, and we went to a local Kroger and Costco here in Franklin, Tennessee, and here's what we found. Folgers Classic Coffee Roast at the grocery yearly would cost around $56, but in bulk, it'll cost $40, so that's a $16 savings. Shabani yogurt at the grocery yearly would cost $650, but in bulk, it's $436 with a savings of $214. Cliff Pars at the grocery yearly, it would cost $650, but if you buy in bulk, it's $478 with a savings of $178. So $16 plus $214 plus $178 equals 
$408 in savings in just those three items. So if you look at your morning routine and you think, okay, yeah, it includes coffee, a yogurt, and throwing a Cliff Bar in my kid's lunchbox for school, then that means you have saved $400 a year. So even for a small family, that savings can add up. And if you're a family of five or six, then you're probably gonna consume what you buy. So it might be really smart, really smart to buy in bulk. So if you wanna get even more out of your membership, there's more than just food at Costco and Sam's. So consider some big ticket items like indoor and outdoor furniture, TVs, mattresses, even electronics. And with Costco, it comes with free tech support, gas, tires, Gas prices, they are several cents cheaper per gallon, and some retailers actually include tire maintenance, like rotating and repairs on the life of the tire for free. And both offer a variety of gift cards to up to 25% off. So things like, you know, Starbucks, AMC movie theaters, tons of restaurants. You can even get a $500 Southwest Airline gift card for $450. It's free money. You also get pharmacy discounts, eye exams at a discounted cost. Costco will refund the cost difference if the price drops in 30 days of your original purchase. Not true with Sam's Club, but Costco offers that. Also, you guys remember, stick to your budget. Think through whether or not this stuff works for your specific situation and family size. Do not feel the pressure to buy in bulk Again, if the upfront cost and everything in your budget doesn't make sense. And watch out for the how easy it is to get off your list. You got a list in there, but man, those stores can really (laughs) persuade you and think, golly, I need thousands of boxes of tissues right now. (laughs) And then you can be thrown off your budget. Bulk shopping, you guys. It can be a money saver for sure if it works for you and your family. Love it. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. And I want to thank Heather for being a guest on today. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. And hopefully you'll be able to save some money on your grocery bill as we talked about all things food. Love it, love it, love it. And if you have not subscribed to this podcast, make sure to hit that follow button. And if the spirit leads, you can leave a review. As always, make sure to take control of your money and create a life you love.